always always awesome to have Gary Gerald. I want to switch. Uh, let's let's switch gears here. So, speaking of Gary Gerald, and he name dropped him, uh, Pete Youngman. Mm-hmm. Pete Youngman turned me on to also this. the best. Uh, just the be- beyond the best. Um, Pete and I talked about two weeks ago. And Pete's very active, obviously a trainer, but he's very active in the, I don't know, training community, whatever you want to call it. And there's a big thing going on here now. And there's some stuff happening I I wanted to talk to you all about. And and I've talked to you guys about this before the show a little bit this week. That that you're like, wait, you're going to talk about athletic training? What? It's like 830, the the Kings won. Listen, this is incredibly interesting to me, and I think it will be to you. We have the COO of the Corey Stringer Institute on with us right now, Rebecca Stearns. Rebecca, first off, thank you. My name's Dave. It's Jason. Thank you for joining us this morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. Thank you for having me. So I want I want you to help me walk the audience through this. First off, um, what's, what's going on here in the state? Why are you guys here? Give us the lowdown as to uh, what, what's going on in your world right now. Yeah, so I'd be happy to. So uh, the Corey Stringer Institute uh, was originally founded with the intention of preventing sudden death in sport and enhancing health and safety during um, any sort of exercise participation at all levels. And this most current initiative that we're working on is called the Team Up for Sport Safety Initiative. And we're leading this this project with the support of the National Athletic Trainers Association and the NFL and really we started the program because we wanted something to work in order to um, propel adoption of policies proven to reduce catastrophic sport injuries specific to high schools. So we started it because we've continued to see these preventable deaths occur in high school sports. So specifically, for example, we've seen over 300 high school sport-related deaths just in the last five years alone. Wow. And so we, we started this program in 2017, and it built upon – some previous research we had published, which examined existing state mandates that um, looked at uh, their inclusion of best practice policies to mitigate these catastrophic injuries. So we're looking at mandates that specifically address these illnesses we are seeing. And what we found was that only uh, a fraction of these policies were being implemented. About 50% of these policies were being implemented across the states. And we only assessed those policies that were mandated, certainly because it was the only way that we could ensure adoption that address a lot of these health disparities that could exist across many different high school programs, too. And so uh, when we were looking at these policies, we found that um, about uh, we specifically looked at four conditions that make up 90 percent of all of these deaths. And so specifically, we're really targeting policies that look at sudden cardiac arrest, traumatic head injuries, exertional heat stroke, and collapse related to uh, sickle cell trait. And so the reason we're doing this is because we know that there's simple cost-effective strategies that can prevent nearly all of these deaths. But again, as I said, no, no state currently meets all 100, 100% of these uh, minimum best practice standards, as we refer to them. And so we're really trying to you know, go state to state and, and try to help support the adoption and propel this policy forward so we can mitigate a lot of these deaths. I, I'm thinking about the challenge of that. Like if we just take California, this state, the different counties, regions, uh, wealth dynamics in certain areas, how do you get this baseline established at the high school level from, you know, a private school that's maybe got the funding to other schools that, that just uh, doesn't have it? Great question. And 
so for that reason is really why we've tried to take the state level approach. Um, and and it, it's it's very different across all the different states. There's different ways to accomplish this. So certainly there's there's state laws that can go into effect, and those can impact essentially any level of high school sport because you can incorporate it's public or private or um, so. So we can impact a lot of different schools that way. Uh, certainly, there's also every state has a state high school athletic association which governs the rules and policies that um, mainly public schools need to abide by in order to be included. And then um, some some states also go through the Department of Education. And so we we see most of our policies being driven down through those main avenues, and and that's really the best way that we have to to impact all of all of these athletes because certainly you know we don't want to just focus on on the public schools or the private schools we want to make sure that all high school athletes have access to these life-saving policies well and and when i when i talked to my dear friend pete youngman uh, about this a few weeks ago i you know whenever i'm ignorant about something which is often the 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 first thing i ask is what is the opposition going to say and and my my thought here is the opposition is going to say well hold on we got uh, all these programs that are barely holding on by a thread, and you know if we're, we're going to have the uh, uh, the credentialed folk doing this stuff. That's going to cost more money, and these programs already you know kind of like what Jason alluded to. But I, I, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, and it's okay to do that on this show. You can 100 percent embarrass me <laughs> for being dumb. My my guess is that the pitch here, other than you know saving lives of children, which should be the only pitch right, you need, uh, is that the insurance exposure for these schools if you have you know joe's dad bill who is an insurance salesman uh saying yeah he doesn't need water go run in 104 degree heat the exposure insurance wise and the potential liability forget morality but cash liability to these districts cities and counties would be uh, a far outweighed or or the, the the price for the the licensed personnel would be far outweighed by the potential exposure these schools would have. Am, am, am I on a track there? Certainly, yes. And unfortunately, ultimately, that, that usually is the, the motivating factor to avoid that legal lawsuit because certainly the cost of a legal lawsuit is going to far outweigh the cost you're going to invest in the, the prevention components of all of this, right? So we're talking about some very basic health and safety items that really don't cost a lot of money. We're talking about emergency action plans, which really is just a plan to put into place. We're talking about heat acclimatization, which again is just phasing in the structure of practice. So we're phasing in the number of practices, the length of practice, the when contact and equipment can occur. So, you know, we're talking about maybe, um, you know, the most cost the highest cost item, I should say, is probably things like having a weather meter or um, a cold water immersion tub, which can be a couple hundred dollars. We think that these costs are really kind of negligible when you look at the overall cost of sport programs. You know, there, there's certainly an inherent cost of having sport programs, and the cost to implement some of these life-saving measures is is really pretty effective when you look at the the overall year to year cost of of implementing them. So we're talking you know one to two hundred dollars a year to just have some of these um, life saving items in place. Rebecca, we're out of time, but real quick, I don't want to let you go without. If we have a lot of moms and dads uh, listening to the show right now, people involved 
uh, with schools if they want to learn more or if they want to help make something happen? Is there any place you can direct them to go? Yes. So our website has a page uh, dedicated to this effort, and our website is www.ksi.uconn.edu. ksi.uconn.edu. Did I get that right? Yep. Okay. We appreciate your time. Thank you so yes. much. This is an important thing, and it's not sexy to talk about, but uh, you know what's terrible to talk about is uh, kids that suffer uh, horrible, horrible damages, Can't not just death, uh, but uh, other damages uh, in, in, in our school activities. So thank you for what you do, and thank you for spreading the word. We appreciate it. Certainly. Thank you. All right. Take care. And by the way, in case you missed it, uh, Corey Stringer. Corey Stringer was a football player, offensive tackle in the NFL uh, died from complications brought on by heat stroke during the Vikings trading camp. Didn't have to happen. Did not have to happen. A young man when he passed away he was 27 years old, and that's what they're trying to prevent. All right.